It's Bucko Talk here on The Fan. Thanks for being with us until 11 o'clock on uh, your flagship station for Pirates Baseball. Dan's angrily with you as we go back to our fan hotline, which is brought to you by the Workers' Compensation Law Firm of Hall and Capitas. That's where we find a Pirates catcher, Luke Maley. Luke, uh, in this pandemic, uh, you, you've got to be... Uh, You've got to be going through one of the the more ridiculous and weird times of your career. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, good to be here, man. Um, There's certainly no playbook for it. I think a lot of guys, when this first happened, uh, were kind of looking at each other and wondering what the next move was. But just like anything else, you adjust and you move on and um, make the necessary adjustments, which my family and I have and um, a lot of the guys have. So hopefully we get something going here soon. I know we're all anxious to get back playing. Uh, where are you at right now, and what have you been doing? I'm in uh, Palm Harbor, Florida, which is where I live in the off season. Um, been here with my daughter and my wife. Uh, had my parents visit for a little bit of time um, once some of the restrictions were lifted a few weeks ago. Um, I've been doing some workouts from home until um, very recently the gyms were um, – you weren't able to go into the gyms in Florida, or at least in this part of the state. So a lot of the workouts I kind of got into a routine of doing uh, at my house. Um, but Bradenton, our spring training facility, is only about an hour away. We've had some guys that have been down there that have been rehabbing some stuff or you know, just kind of wanting to stay in shape and didn't really see any reason to go to a state that had more restrictions, um, whether that be out west or wherever that might be. So... I've had a chance to catch some bullpens and just kind of make the most of my time with my family. I think that's been the biggest part of it. How do you get better at days in? Can you get better during a pandemic? A lot of people have tried. Yeah, you know, I think um, it's just another challenge, right? You know, I think you look at it from my perspective of, okay, well, we're going to do whatever we can. Um, there's not a whole lot of options to get reps in like, you know, we would be getting otherwise. Um, I think that's, pretty much the case for any line of work right now you know if you whatever whatever line of work you're in has pretty much been affected by this thing so there's been adjustments needed from everybody and and we're just included in that what's it like from the uh, the off the field perspective and all the other things that sort of surround your career you know you look at the opportunity to come to the pirates organization when we spoke at pirate fest uh you were really looking forward to taking that next step in your career you felt that you were in a good place and then this thing sort of falls into your lap. Uh, where does a guy like yourself uh, go from here? I mean, this is, and I was talking to Keone Kella last week, every player is different as far as their own personal situation. You know, he, this is his walk year, it's his contract year. He's worked his entire life to get to this season, and it's sort of been taken away from him. You're in that situation where uh, you really felt good about where you were going to be to take that, that correct fork in the road in your career. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of components within that question. Um, it's it's kind of hard to answer that with just one paint of the brush. There's just a lot of layers. You know, I think if you take a step back um, as, a, as a professional athlete, certainly as a professional baseball player, it's you just realize how layered your career really is and how many different milestones that are still left to be accomplished, um, whether that's from a team perspective or an individual perspective. And to kind of halt everything um, – when we are so used to the daily grind and just the, the everyday nature of this game, uh, it's very, very strange, and it kind of makes your head spin at first. But um, for me, myself personally, nothing really changes. I mean, 
especially for the role that I'm in, kind of having that bridge the gap between uh, being a position player and also handling the pitching staff. Ultimately, our job is to win. Our job is to get the best out of those pitchers. So for myself, you know, my, my personal goals that I want to achieve, um, especially at the plate, are just going to kind of coincide with us playing winning baseball. So as I look at it, where we stand right now, whenever we get this thing started again, we've got an opportunity that, you know, potentially we might not have had uh, had we played regular season. So I look at it as an opportunity. You know, I look at it as, you know, if we play 100 games this year and I can bring something to the table every time that I'm out there that gets the best out of our pitcher and we win a couple more games because of it, all of a sudden we're looking like we might be chasing rings this year. So, you know, the individual stuff is great, and I can't wait to kind of go out there and prove what I know I'm capable of doing. Um, but more so, I'm just really itching to kind of see if we can get hot and uh, see if we can make something special in Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, and a lot of players have shared thoughts on that, uh, of what a shortened season brings as far as opportunity is concerned. We're chatting with Pirates catcher Luke Maley here on Bucko Talk. Uh, what can that do? And what can essentially uh, one big hot streak do? I mean, that, that levels the playing field and brings more parity in the game than maybe the average fan realizes, doesn't it? Yeah, without question. I mean, I think if you looked at the World Series champs last year, um, if you took them, if you took a sample size, I'm not, I don't remember exactly how late in the season this would have qualified, but there was a, a stretch pretty deep into the first part of the season last year where they wouldn't have made the playoffs or even been very close. And then towards the end of that uh, 2019 season, they, they catch fire and get a couple big hits in the playoffs, and now you know they're wearing rings. Um, so you know, to answer how powerful it is, I mean, it's it's powerful enough to win you a World Series potentially. Um, it, one little hot streak, one little base hit, it can really translate and it can really snowball. And uh, you know, of course, it works the other way too. You know, there, there's a lot to be said about that. But I think where we're standing kind of in a, you know, look, we've got a, a lot of young guys. We've got a lot of guys that have things to prove. So we don't have a lot to lose here. Let's just go out and play hard, and um, and let's see if some guys have some special years. Do you look forward to returning to play to see the, the weirdness of the game and how different it's going to be from the uniqueness and the fun standpoint, assuming that, you know, everything gets taken care of on, on the business front? But um, you know, you're talking about potentially can configure leagues and 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 a different looking game. Uh, do you look at that with, with intrigue, or do you look at that with maybe some trepidation, saying, "Oh gosh, how are we going to get through this?" What's your lens there? I think first and foremost, uh, there's a lot of guys that have safety concerns, right? And from a player's perspective, we're going to be the ones um, that are out there, kind of in the middle of this thing, where there still are a lot of unknowns, um, and there's some guys that have expressed feelings of doubt on that so I think the first thing that comes to mind is you know sort of this new weird season we're having I want everybody to have peace of mind I want everybody to go out there and realize that this can be accomplished and this this can be safe and I want it to be executed as such as far as the difference in baseball man I just ever since I was two years old all I want to do is play baseball and I don't really care what the circumstances are um, and I think these last couple of months have really sort of reaffirmed that and reminded me of, of that feeling because we miss it. Um, you know, to speak for myself, I mean, kind of every day, um, once April started around 4 o'clock, 4.30, you start feeling like you're late, right? Like it, it felt like uh, I should be on a bus right now going to the stadium. Like people are going to start calling wondering where I'm at. We just have that timer. We have that ticker that says this is what I do. This is what I'm born to do. And um, so whatever the new, you know, standings look like or uh, not standings but I guess divisions look like the new schedule 
um, it's just going to be a byproduct of enjoying playing baseball again. Luke Maley, Pirates catcher, with us. Um, when you talk about, you know, I should be somewhere or, uh, you know, th- there's a void in, in, in one's life, have we paid enough attention to the, the mental health side of this where, uh, you know, people and players and being human beings, I mean, they can kind of go to a, a bad place because it's a, not necessarily who they are, but it is a large part uh, of a baseball player's life. Do you think that we've done enough as a as a game, Luke, to shine a light on that, to check in on guys just to see if they're okay? You know, I think everybody's doing their best. Um, I think if you look at any part of history, um, not just in sports, you know, it, if you just go back in time, there's always things that I'm sure if we could go back and change them, we would. And I guarantee you, um, you know, however many years from now, we're probably going to look back at this time and say, you know, we – wish we would have had these resources, whatever those may be. And um, they may be something that people haven't even dreamt up yet. I think it's important to at least have the conversation. Um, I'm certainly not a professional in this, but just kind of um, playing a bunch of seasons, having some professional years under my belt, I know that I've seen I've seen some stuff. I've seen some guys struggle. Um, I don't think that they were ignored, but I don't think that, that's to say we can't do better either. I uh, I think that the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle with that. But I tell you this, the, the amount of resources that we have now compared to my first year in uh, professional baseball in 2012 is astronomically higher. And that was across um, just about every team that I visited across those, whatever that is, nine years. You don't know what you don't know, I guess, back then. Um, but you do believe that the game is is doing enough to to check in on on guys and and maybe even teammates. You know, taking it upon themselves to to pick up the phone and shoot a text message, uh, do do whatever it is. If you do know that somebody is struggling, or you do know uh, that they are in a bad place, because I w- I would imagine, you know, going back to a question that I asked you before, like a lot of people have a lot riding on this particular year. 2020 is so important to them, and to see it maybe falling through their their fingers it can be a really difficult thing that we don't necessarily talk about quite a bit. Yeah, I'm sure it is, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys that take it harder than others. Um, it's just really hard for me to answer that. It's just right. I want to play baseball. I, I, love, I love being out there, right? But at the end of the day, it, it is a game, and these last couple months that I can only speak for myself, but the last couple months I've spent with my family have been some of the best months that I'll probably ever have. You know, I've got a almost two year old daughter now and um, being able to spend time with her every single day throughout this, it's probably impacted my life in a positive perspective um, sometime down the road that I can't even understand now. So it's hard for me to answer the void question Mm-hmm. In in that light, I guess, with that amount of seriousness, and it's not to say that there aren't a lot of struggling guys out there. I'm sure there are, and, I, and I've seen them personally at times. But um, to answer whether baseball is doing enough, I, I guess it just it, it it depends on your perspective. It depends on who you consider responsibility falling on. I know that the amount of people that have been in my life on the teams, it's now the three teams that I've um, played for. There was never a time where I felt like I didn't have somebody to talk to if I needed it. Hmm. Um, but, again, it's it's not to paint it with one big stroke. It's just to say that 
they were out there. Whether that's enough, I don't know. Um, that's probably for someone who's struggling to answer. But for me, it was always an option. Yeah, Luke Maley, uh, good stuff. Uh, we'll continue our conversation with the Pirates catcher uh, when we return um, and everything going on maybe off the field with the game. Let's uh, discuss that when we return here on Bucko Talk, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Bucko Talk, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I really appreciate Luke Maley uh, hanging on with us uh, through the break. So much to talk about, uh, obviously, Luke. You wouldn't think that there's uh, a lot going on, but we went down the rabbit hole. And uh, in one of these days, you're going to be a broadcaster at the end of things. We talked about this at Pirate Fest. So uh, so hopefully uh, we're not interrupting too much family time or you don't have anywhere to be. I assume that, and I do apologize. But appreciate you hanging on. No, they would have kicked me out of the house by now anyway, so it's no problem at all. <laughs> Luke Maley, Pirates catcher, is with us. Obviously, um, strange times, weird times, we've discussed that. Um, uh, turbulent times as it pertains to the union and the owners. Uh, what's it like being a member of the Players Association right now? You know, I mean, it's a challenge. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's exciting. It's something that, you know, we've probably done about as good a job as any union on planet earth up until uh you know where we're at now and uh i think we're going to continue to do so um so it's exciting in that respect to be a part of something that people have fought so hard to get where we are at the same time you know it's just it's a challenge right you know the lens that i think a lot of people are probably looking at this from um it's probably not the best optics for a lot of people discussing what we have had to discuss with owners but you know i, I think that what I wish people would understand is that we want to play. We're excited to play. And a lot of what we're trying to do is just maintain the health and safety of the players above all else right now. And um, I, I think it's, it's the, I think I mentioned it earlier. There's no playbook for this. And mm-hmm. just like there's no playbook for us getting ready for our season, there's really no playbook on how to handle this one. So we're just going to do the best job we can. What would you tell a union bricklayer that you would pass on the street or somebody that's just been furloughed or laid off or their job's been eliminated when they see, you know, everything that's going on with with billionaires arguing with millionaires? That's the the buzzword, and that's what you essentially hear. Um, It's not necessarily that simple to, to paint with that brush. So if you had an opportunity to sit on a park bench with that particular person, a Joe Q average here, what would you essentially tell them from your perspective, the player's perspective, about everything that's going on? I would tell them that, um, first of all, I would, I would definitely argue with billionaires versus millionaires. I think that's just a way too simplistic way of putting it. Um, mm-hmm. Although I do understand it, I just I would try my best to maybe um, shed some light on exactly what that means. You know, the majority of our guys that are union members um, – have way less service time than even I do. Um, they're guys that are just getting their careers started. They've worked their entire lives to be in a position to make money. Um, and a lot of them are making, you know, the league minimum. And now with some of the opportunities that, uh, I shouldn't say opportunities, but with some of the suggestions by ownership on what they want the season to look like, it would be far less than that. And, you know, it's just at some point I would tell him that, it's just business. It's the way you have to discuss with your boss, and it's the way the bosses have to discuss with their um, with their employees. And we're gonna we're gonna get this deal done. I feel pretty confident about it. Um, I hope we do. But at the same time, you know, it, it's just another part of it's another it's another business that is 
hurting a little bit right now, and there's some adjustments that are going to be made, and there's two different sides of the coin, so we're just going to have to come to an agreement, and we're doing the best we can. What's the player side of the coin, Luke? Well, I think from the player's perspective, um, we kind of went into this knowing that there were going to be some safety concerns, and when we signed a prorated salary um, side of this contract, we, we were kind of going into it with the understanding that we weren't going to understand exactly what was at risk, and so we were going to have to have some sort of a guarantee that, you know, if we take this risk and we go out there and play baseball, that we're going to need to know exactly how much we're going to be compensated. And I think it's extremely fair for us to take as much off the table as, as we did early on. Um, so without getting too much into the specifics, because there's a lot of legalese that I'm just not totally comfortable discussing, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think that we made a very fair deal for the owners, and uh, and I think that I think that they respected us for doing that, and I, I think that they still do. I still would like to think that we're going at this um, negotiation as business partners, because ultimately that's what we are. And that's another thing that goes into this for the for the casual fan or the average fan. You know, the optics are always going to be kind of uncomfortably public at times. But at the end of the day, we're business partners with these people, and we want this to work together. Um, it doesn't mean that we can't have disagreements on it, and obviously we are going to have some, and we wish that they weren't quite as public probably in some spots. But, you know, we're in a position where we have to be business partners at some point with them and vice versa. Luke Maley, Pirates catcher, is with us here on Sports Radio 93.7. The fan, you, you mentioned business partners. That seems like a much rosier term than maybe what the public is led to believe. Is there as much distrust with the Players Association and, and the owners as maybe the, the optics say? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it depends on where you're getting your optics, right? Um I think the best way to answer that question is there was a long period of time where people were were kind of there was a lot of tweets there was a lot of information coming out about how baseball hadn't worked out a deal yet and how um, there was going to be this 50-50 split from ownership and whatnot and and the thing that kind of blew my mind about that is that that was just completely untrue we were we were still discussing our union was still discussing with ownership um, to a great deal of success from what I understand about the, the health and safety. Um, what it was going to look like for the players to come back and physically be in the trenches, so to speak. And so when I heard that there was a lot of bad optics coming out about how we couldn't get a deal done, I just I thought it was interesting because it just it, it was completely untrue. We we hadn't even talked about finances yet because we wanted to get the safety aspect out there. Um, you know, so I think the best way I can answer that question is just to give little examples like that where it's it's not always as black and white as it seems. Um, whether that be coming from the media or Twitter or, or, or what have you. What, uh, what, what is going on within the union? Is there uh, a, a true solidarity, or as some may suggest, Luke, is, there the, uh, the, is baseball having an effect in maybe uh, dividing the union, as some are suggesting with their latest proposal? Uh, give, me a, give me a look into that. Yeah, uh, it's it's not going to take long for me to do it for you. Um, the union has never, in my opinion, certainly since I've been a part of it, but probably dating back to the last um, work stoppage, um, I don't think there's been more of a unified uh, group 
just from what I understand, talking to guys and, and just from the few conversations I've had with guys, it is extremely together, extremely proud. Um, and I'd like to add too, it's, it's certainly from a business perspective like that, but it's also because we all love baseball. We all want to get back to playing and we all understand how much the other one loves to play baseball and wants to get out and win, especially talking to some of my teammates in Bradenton. We just want to play. Um, but we also have to stand up for what we believe in. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. And I think it's going to work itself out. And that includes all classes of players, the ones with the richest of contracts and the others that have very little service time. They are arm in arm. Without question, without question. I think probably that's where unity comes from, right? It's, it's kind of the ability to look at different perspectives and, and kind of have some empathy for, um, you know, just different people's situations and, and kind of trying to understand it. And I think what's great about guys that I've played with that are now making um, a good deal of money and have earned those contracts is they remember what it was like being a guy that was zero to three years uh, pre-arbitration or a guy that hadn't cracked the big leagues for more than a month yet and was still wondering if, you know, what they were going to be, um, what their opportunity was going to be in AAA that year, whether they were going to be on the 40-man or not. There's a lot of understanding there. And, um I think without that, yeah, it would be very easy to break. But, you know, I think fortunately for us, um, every superstar that I've played with, they were they were in my shoes, they were in the guy next to me's shoes, and they were in the, the guy who's going to be in AAA on the 40 men for the first time shoes. So there's a lot of understanding and there's a lot of unity. Luke Maley is with us, Pirates catcher, um, member of the Players Association. Uh, you're confident that baseball will be played this year, um, while it doesn't look that way right now, with no counter proposal f- from uh, the players' association, a I would sus- assume that one would be coming um, shortly, and b what leads to your optimism that baseball will be played this year, Luke? Um, I just think that there's probably a lot to lose on um, on both sides, really, but I-, I think that there's probably more to lose. Um, on the optics side of things, if we don't get one done. And I think that, as I mentioned before, at the end of the day, we have to act as business partners with these owners. And we have to do that in order to produce a product that has been loved by, you know, fan bases for hundreds of years. So with that understanding, I think that we're going to get things done. And I think that, um, I, I think that if we're getting held back in anything, it's going to be, Probably from a safety side, as of now, I don't know that if that's still the case. Um, but certainly the biggest issues, as I mentioned before, were just talking about what it was going to look like to get guys back out feeling safe, um, what it was going to look like if, say, there was a positive test, um, would people be able to spend time with their families. All those things were coming into play. And since they've had, since they started conversations with that uh, and kind of gotten those more difficult situations out of the way, I feel confident that there's going to be enough momentum to where we can get this done. Now, is it a hundred percent? No, of course it's not. I mean, it's just, it's any other, it's like any other thing else in life. It, you never know how it's going to go once it finally hits the table. But I would just ask for people's patience because this is very unprecedented and there's a lot of things to hash out. There certainly are. And Luke, uh, appreciate you hashing out a lot of them with us. Um, great stuff. Um, and we'll hopefully see you on the field here sooner rather than later in as safe a fashion. A- until then, uh, all the best to you and your family. And uh, we look forward to catching up with uh, you down the road here uh, very, very soon. Sure. No problem. Thanks for having me.